It's time for Acting Childish with Christina Lundin. Older Mac, mm-hmm. and I was like, it's going to burst into flames. Like, it's not. Oh, you have an old Mac? How old's your Mac? We're live. We're live. And um, this is, okay, we're just going to dive right in. Mary-Kate Beck is here. What were you talking about? You have a separate computer for podcasting. Yes. So I bought a separate computer that is a PC because in the podcasting world, PCs are superior to Mac. I never thought that, that I would That stands that. for personal computer, right? Does it? No, <laughs> it just means I have no idea. Um, I don't know. So I have the PC, so I don't know if your software will work on mine. Okay. What kind of PC is, is it? What's the brand? It's a little Dell. Oh my gosh, that's old school. I know. My friend got me a discount on it, too. I was like, this, I would never in my life buy a PC. Uh, Dell, do you remember <laughs> this is those, an exception. those commercials with that guy? Yes. I wonder where he is now. Oh my god. Last yeah. I heard, he was going to jail for drug related No way. Offenses. The dude, you're getting a Dell guy. Don't meet your heroes, because... <laughs> Remember Jared from Subway as a child molester? Oh, God. And, like, I, I swear to God, if something comes out about, like, Flo from Progressive, like, I'm just, I don't trust anything. No. That'll never that happen. a chance. Flo, Flo is, is perfect. Pure. She <laughs> is a queen in the commercial world. We stand Flo. Um, if you guys haven't already recognized her voice, it's Mary-Kate Beck, Chicago's Yay. own raining from the south side of Chicago. Um, And she has come all the way to my apartment to do this, and we're going to get dinner after. We made a whole date out of this because we have some catching up to do. But um, Mary-Kate, how was your weekend? What would you get into? It was good. Bonfire Friday. Obviously drank too much. What did you drink? What's your drink? It's summer now. What are you drinking this summer? Everyone's dying to know. So I am going to be the first on the scene with this drink, and I'm going to influence it. Like, I want them to pay me. Um, It's Michelob Seltzers. Okay. I've heard of this. Yes. It's zero sugar, zero carb, and 90 calories, and lighter in the flavor. Like, I don't love White Claws. I feel like they taste really syrupy. Mm-hmm. Like, you can taste the fake flavoring almost too much, where these taste really natural. And I feel like my hangovers are slightly less just because it's less sugar. I'll drink anything that has been, like, tested and proven yeah. that it may make hangovers yes. less of a struggle. Yeah. My boyfriend's You're, mom introduced them to me because she only drinks Michelob Ultra. Like, mm-hmm. she won't drink anything else. It's fascinating. I love a loyal shoe. I know. know what they <laughs> so, like, and it's the only thing they I drink. know. And um, after that, she, was, she saw Michelob Seltzers and okay. was like, just try them. And then I tried them, and I was like, these are pretty great. You're turning into your boyfriend's mother. Yes, I will be, like, the stan of Michelob seltzers. Okay. Maybe next time I'm picking up alcohol, I usually get, um, what do I get? I usually get beer, but maybe I'll I'll try it. I'll let you know yeah. what I think of it. They're tasty. Um, because a lot of people, do, I do hear people don't like White Claw. People prefer Truly over White Claw. That's They're what I've both heard. too sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Or, you know, Tito's and soda. Mm. Some hungover, a little bloody. I'm not a Bloody Mary gal as <sighs> much as I want to be. I want to be so bad to go Mary Kate, <laughs> but I can't drink those. I, I can't. Know. It's the tomatoes too much for me. But it's like a little appetizer. I get it for the snacks. I don't oh, really, yeah. No one loves tomato juice, but I love like bacon and 
the cubes of cheese. The cheese part, the olives. And olives, yeah. Mm, like so good. Just... So you like olives. Oh, yes. I have some olives in the fridge if you want to <gasps> dive in. Yeah. Um, I have, like, the snack pack olives. They're what? so That's, good. I didn't even know those existed. I crush those every day. <laughs> They're zero points on Weight Watchers, and I just found that out. And I've... WW now. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. D- the brand. <laughs> You're the one I... Where did I, I read it? I read, it, I read it. a tweet, and you were on a rant about how WW oh. changed. I think it was an Instagram story, and it you makes were like, me crazy. I don't get it either. Right, because they changed it to. It's not shortening the name because WW is six syllables. Mm-hmm. Weight Watchers is three, so it's not like you're saving people time. Mm-hmm. And then they positioned it where. <laughs> It was so that it wouldn't be associated with losing weight anymore. And then I'm like, yeah, but if someone asks what WW means, the, it's, it's Weight, weight Watchers. Watchers. Like, I don't get it either. Idiots. Why <laughs> are you guys changing a good thing? Like, people recognize the Weight Watchers brand. It's like, it's been around forever. Why change Just own it. it. Yeah. You want people to lose weight. That's yeah. your business model. And Have now they're backpedaling because they're getting heat. Because they want to attract a, a different, <laughs> wider set of people. Uh, Literally wider sets but of audiences. But the point of Weight Watchers is to lose weight. And they're like, but we don't want to stand for that. And I'm like, but that's all it is. I don't it's exactly what it is. It's literally an app that you track your point. It's it's Weight it's Watchers. So backwards. It's what it yes. is. It's backwards. Uh, I. <laughs> what on earth? Oh, maybe your oh uh, watch. Your watch. I saw it. It was playing something. What have you been listening to? Okay, so I'm like openly obsessed with Fortune Feimster right now. Oh yeah, I saw you're going to her Yeah, I'm going to her show at the Vic in December. So I watched her, I think she was on a guest of a podcast that I was listening to and I love her voice. I could listen to like her southern Mm -hmm. accent all day. Mm -hmm. And so she mentioned her special on Netflix and I was like, how have I not watched watched this? I've Mm -hmm. watched every comedy special ever made. Watched it, was crying, laughing, like keeled over She's so good. I think I've watched it. Is it kind of It's called Sweet and Salty. I think it came out, yeah, in like 2019 maybe. Okay. And so she has a podcast called Sincerely Fortune. So it's like literally all I listen to. I get fortune on a daily basis. Okay. It's so great. I'll have to listen to that um, because I remember her. She like got her start um, on Chelsea lately. She was always on it. Yes. And I loved watching her. And she was on Last Comic Standing. Mm -hmm. She's done a lot of really cool stuff. Yeah. I loved her on Chelsea Handler. Okay, I'll, I'll watch her special if I haven't already. Um, but, okay, cool. Let's chat about you. I know a little bit about your roots and your <laughs> upbringing and your rough and tumble oh, yeah. uh, life growing up in the South Side. So tell us where you're from and, uh, like, where you grew up and yes. all that good stuff. So I'm from Beverly on the South Side of Chicago. Um, come from a blue collar family. My mom was a nurse or is a nurse. Mm-hmm. My dad was in construction and I'm the youngest of four kids and uh-huh. just a crazy person. Still crazy, but was an annoying kid uh-huh. for sure. Where do you think you got your sense of humor? Is it a little bit of both yeah. your family or your parents? Definitely more for my dad. My dad's a prankster and he's just really <laughs> witty I don't know mm-hmm. he like changes his voicemail he like always does his like voicemail pranks 
where he's like, hello? Oh, God. And, like, waits. <laughs> That's so me <scary laughs> every time. was, like, time. one of the OG people to do it. And, um, yeah, my dad's just hilarious. My brother was super funny. I always mm-hmm. compared him to, like, Chris Farley. So we just were always kind of giving each other shit, messing around, like, teasing each other. Like, teasing is how... I show affection. And right. that was, like, definitely commonplace in, like, our house growing up. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I like teasing people, too, and, like, being totally sarcastic. Some people don't know that's how we are. Yes. And they're like, whoa. like If I'm not teasing you, you should be worried. Right. And that means I don't like you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, or, like, I, giving you shit. You know what I mean? Like, I only do that to people that I feel comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you met your boyfriend, were you? did he know you did stand-up? And were you, like... Straight out of the gates. Yeah, I think I was, like, open about it because we met through an app. And I had, like, one picture of me performing mm-hmm. um, just to really, like, lure men in. Sure. Um, that's, <laughs> they're like, wow, you do stand-up? That's, yeah. like, the money shot. I, I have one photo of myself. It's here. a good icebreaker because it just mm-hmm. gives something away about you that can open up to the conversation. And then, you know, people are interested in it. So... He knew that I was doing stand-up, and then our first date, he came to, like, my live podcast recording. Yeah. He wasn't there for the Not recording, the first thankfully. Date, right? That was or, our first date. Wow. But he didn't see the recording, mm-hmm. but he came or after mm-hmm. we were done with the episode, and... Like, was hanging out with, like, me and the comedians. We were, like, all doing shots. Like, he could keep up. Yeah on our first date like with my comedian friends and then that's I was hard like, to do yeah I, that's like throwing someone into the snake pit like yeah. I was you're like, either you're not cool. gonna handle be able to handle right. it or keep up or you're just gonna like yeah. not like, and like he's just really secure too because in comedy we're around men all the time it's a very male dominated Industry, You can say that again. So, like, the fact that he was, like, cool with, like, me, like, on our first date, I'm like, hey, I want to do shots with all my male comedian best friends. Like, and just... he was into it. Well, he's a Canadian. He's a he's Canadian, so, so he can hang. And, yeah, um, yeah so polite. You yeah. guys spent a lot of time together the past mm-hmm. year in Florida, basically living as retirees. What, <laughs> yes. How was that? Like, you really got to know... Yeah. each other better. Yeah. Now this is turning into a dating podcast, but well, it's fine. We'll go back to our childhood later. <laughs> yeah. It's not that interesting. But yeah, so we met in September of 2019 and then, what is that, like five or six months of just normal yeah. dating mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. pandemic hit. <laughs> it mm-hmm. was like... What do we do? What? Yeah. And I've always been so independent and like on the go that like, even that was an adjustment for me. And then we couldn't see anyone. So it was like, okay, I can only see you. Mm-hmm. So that was, like, weird adjusting to that. But we did do, like, cute, like, game nights or whatever. And then we went to Florida. Like, we were just so bored. And we're like, well... Bored here or yes, bored in Florida? Yes, bored here. You can't be bored in Florida. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. Um, we were bored here, and we just kind of decided... We, we talked to his parents, and... At the time, his grandparents had a house there mm-hmm. that they were too scared to travel. So his par- his grandparents were like, please use it. Like, it's just sitting right. there. So we just drove down. That, that is a testament to itself, too. It's a long drive. Yeah. 20 hours. We didn't stop anywhere overnight because we were, like, terrified. 
this was at the time we thought we could get COVID from like gas pumps and like staying in hotels. Like sure. we just didn't know anything about the virus. So we're like, all right, we're just going to pack up the car, gun it for 20 <laughs> hours. <laughs> um, we didn't gosh. kill each other. And then, yeah, we lived together in his grandparents' house for about six weeks in about in April of 2020. So kind of right when it was at the height of it. So we couldn't really do much in Florida, but just having a pool and square footage. Cause square footage. We're oh, so cramped up. In and, yeah. Oh. Yeah. So we were really, really lucky. And that was really fun. And it was really easy. I just Good. remember we didn't get into too many, like, tiffs. Or anything like that. Like, mm-hmm. only being the other six months and now we're living together. Like, it was That's just a big, big crazy. change. Yeah. Everyone's lives was completely flipped over. And some people, it worked out great. Like, yeah. Rio and Chris. And um, you know, some people had to make <laughs> some changes. Realize maybe we're not compatible good anymore. Fit. Yeah. Um, and it happens. <laughs> so, did you get to perform in Florida? I know. I did when we one. went for Christmas. Yeah. So, we went for Christmas. And we're like, we'll just stay for the month of December. And then we stayed for three months. <laughs> we were like, there's no reason One to go back. Two, three. It's fine. Yeah. It doesn't exist anymore. And then there is a comedy club there. And Florida was lawless. They didn't <laughs> care about... They didn't shut down, really. Not at like, all. Like, they might have shut down for, like, a month. But then they're like, all right, outdoor dining, mask optional. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like... I don't know. We were just as cautious as we could be, but I was like, if I had the opportunity to perform, might as well. I'm going to take it. So it was a place called the Laugh In Comedy Cafe, and I just did the open mic, and they vote for their favorite comedians. So the audience votes mm-hmm. at the end of the night, and then that person can come back to do a showcase. And they voted for They voted for you. I you won. captured the hearts of Floridians. Yeah. And so I did, like, two more showcases after that. That's just, so fun. I was like, why not? This How so were the Florida audiences like fun? Of course they were. They yeah. okay. So the interesting thing about like the Florida open mic, I want to hear more about. Please, uh, please tell me more about the open mic com- <laughs> comics. No topic off limit. Right. Like they talk about like like homophobic things are being said. Someone said all lives matter at one point. I was like, what yeah. is happening? Like, That's why we stay away from Florida. You would usually. get tackled off stage if you said oh anything God. like that in Chicago. Mm-hmm. So it was just very eye-opening where I was like, oh boy, they... But you managed to make people laugh without getting too <laughs> I've controversial. I've never heard No, yeah. You and I were way too safe. Not that I know of, yeah. But I'm like, I just want to be like the bubbly, relatable... Be yourself, Comedian. which is yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I never try to t- do something crazy <laughs> edgy. just to maybe get yeah. a laugh. Edgy is not where what I'm going for I at know. all. I'm like, I am very mainstream. I don't want to ruffle feathers, and that's <laughs> fine. Just gotta own it. Mm-hmm. Um, so growing up in Beverly, let's just go back. Yeah. I love. We went on a little tangent, but I wanted to hear about the past six months, six eight months, year. Yes. Um. So, what were you like as a kid? Were you a rambunctious child? Did you get into trouble? Or did you kind of follow the rules? Um, I'm trying to think. I was definitely starved for attention. Like, Mm -hmm. I just wanted my parents to pay attention to me, wanted my siblings to pay attention to me. Like, in school, I would always be, like, 
talking or, you know, raising my hand for stuff. Like, I, I always want to be the center of attention, <laughs> almost to a flaw or to a fault, mm-hmm. excuse me. And I remember this, like, one specific example where, like, it sticks with me because I'm like, you were, like, meant to be a performer when you were a kid. Like, I think it's just something that's innate in me. So... I weirdly didn't wear clothes when I was a child. Like, ne- <laughs> like would rip my clothes off at any opportunity that I possibly could. Like, okay, I love it. I need to talk to my therapist about this now. That I think there's got to be something deeper yeah, going on. Why? There. <laughs> like, just begging to be molested, basically. Oh <laughs> like, <laughs> like in public. Like, my mom would have just saved public, pe- like out of the oh yeah, like Chuck E. Cheese, just, like oh, just God. naked in the ball pit. Couldn't like, keep your clothes on. I d- why? Yeah, like, they're uncomfortable. <laughs> so, right. I think I was just like, I hate this. This is unnecessary. My mom would safety pin me. I would do it as an infant. Like, I would get out of my onesie in my crib. She would safety pin me in it. What? I'm so oh, weird. It's like my keep dark secret. On? No one knows about my naked days. Amazing. But it was like for too long. Like, I was like getting to be like 10 years old and like just not wearing clothes anymore. So mm-hmm. <laughs> and my parents are like, dude, you need to like, get it together. On? You're in school. Like this is too much. So there was one time, I think I was maybe like six and I stood on my front porch and sang the star spangle banner, like all the words, like mm-hmm. out loud at the top of my lungs, just completely naked. <laughs> And putting your hand on your heart. So confident. Yeah. Like just, oh, and my neighbors across the street, like came outside and started clapping for me. Saluting (laughs) the naked six year old. Just this little patriot. Oh my God. Without clothes on. Like that's America. (laughs) You're an American woman. Oh my God. So that's like, but I don't know why I did shit like that. I think I just, the world's a stage. I guess. Well, yeah, I agree. i I feel like a lot of comedians kind of share that need for attention or just kind of always wanting to share and speak up and, like, having a lot of thoughts up there that just had to just be shared. Um, So I get that. Uh, What else were you into as, like, a kid and going into high school? Did you – were you – very academic focused. Oh, God, no. Um, <laughs> or were you more into? I was obsessed with the parent trap. That's like <laughs> one thing that still. I know the parent trap's making a comeback, but I. What do you mean it never? It. It's always been I popular. Know. I feel like more recently I'm getting like defensive about it. I'm like, no, I loved it the most. You love it the most? <laughs> the isolation cabin. Yes. And like the handshake with the butler. Like I was mm-hmm. like, I had to make secret handshakes with, like, all my best friends. Like, so into it. Dennis Quaid was my first love. That's how I knew I was heterosexual. Like, something awoke inside me. And I'm like, you're Mm -hmm. in a cowboy hat on a horse and you own a vineyard. Like... Perfect man. Yes. Oh, so that's how I knew my sexuality from the parent (laughs) trap. (laughs) Dennis Quaid was your childhood (laughs) crush. Oh, Yes. Oh, my gosh. At any time... Like Dennis Quaid is on social media. My friends always just like bombard oh, I mean, my inbox. He's a little interesting. <laughs> sus now. I don't oh, know. I know. I, I I can't look into it because I'm like, I'm this sorry, will kill I'm me. Like, no, yeah, don't I won't, bring, I won't ruin Dennis Quaid. We'll uh, remember him for I know. his parent trap. Yes. Just sexy. parent trap Dennis Quaid. Like okay. I don't care about who you are as a person. No, of course. Like, yeah. Good actor. That character. 
was okay. just... What was his name in that? I don't even remember. It was like... Uh, what was it? Don't tell me. I should know this. I'm a super It was a fan. hot name. It was not like Jake, but like... Um, Wasn't it like Danny? We'll, we'll look it up, but um, let's... Let's chat more about... And then you asked about school. Oh, I yeah, high never... school. What was high school like for you, Mary-Kate? How big was your school or how small? So I went to the largest all-girl Catholic school in the nation, Mother Macaulay. Oh, my goodness. Yes. All girls. What was that yes. like? I really appreciate the fact that I went to an all-girl high school. I look back now, and even just my sister's experience with high school, like, she always had boyfriends in high school, mm-hmm. and, like... She went to a co-ed school, and, like, going to an all-girls school, I wasn't distracted by, like, boys that I had a crush on, or, like, wasn't afraid to raise my hand in class if I had a question, because I wasn't afraid about looking dumb in front of my crush. Like, I think it gave me more confidence, like, even in public speaking, even in, you know, voicing my opinion, standing up for myself, because I wasn't worried about, like, what boys would think of me. Mm-hmm. So it kind of, like, removed all of those distractions, and I really do think, like, if I ever have daughters, I will, like, oh, very yeah. encourage going, and they can do whatever they want, but mm-hmm. I think it gave me such a better high school experience, because it was like, when you're at school, just focus on school, have your tight group of girlfriends, like, I still have the same mm-hmm. best friends that I, like, shared a lunch table with for, like, four years. I you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, so it's it helped me with, like, developing really strong female relationships, and it was good. But I wasn't an athlete. I played soccer for two years. Yes, girl. <laughs> it was not good. Any time the ball came to me, I, like, panicked. Oh, I was not. Okay. At least you tried. <laughs> I know. Were you guys required to play sports or do extracurriculars or no? Uh, my parents really encouraged it, but I don't think it was crucial. Mm. Like, they weren't really enforcing, like, my other siblings were super athletic like my brother football team my sister did track my other sister did volleyball like but you had <sighs> the you had the funny bone right yeah. I was like I'm not passionate about sports you're a comedian yeah so I in junior year I did student council and then that's when I had to start like making speeches and like kind of getting attention for that and I was like I dig this way more like yeah. it's using my brain and you know you feel like you have a purpose. So that was really helpful. And then I don't know. I wasn't a very good student studying. I think I definitely have like undiagnosed ADHD. If the listeners can't tell by now, but I was just talking to someone. I feel like a lot of people just have a very mild form of ADHD yeah. that maybe you just deal with, but like, yeah, it's definitely like, manageable. Like I can, I still, a job and I can function as a human yeah, being. Yeah, you are a boss. You are a boss. Bitch, <laughs> Thank okay? you. You got a full time job. I see you on LinkedIn posting. That's right. I hate LinkedIn. Sometimes. I am a professional uh, lady, but school wise, like sitting down, reading, reading to this day is still very hard for me. But I do try to force myself to do it just because mm-hmm. I think it's good to get away from the screens. But yeah, like making a study guide or like. studying for tests like I I was like I don't like this well like I wish sometimes I wish school schooling they approached it in like a better way like not that we were being tested like being tested on material is fine but like we didn't understand like oh this is like valuable information like this shouldn't be seen as like 
annoying. Like, yeah. And everything was yeah. just made to be annoying because you had to, like, do homework mm-hmm. and study and, like, yeah. And it never came easily to me either. I remember having, even in college, I would have guy friends who I think have photographic memories. They would just mm-hmm. look at the text and would be able to just relay that in a test and not have to study and it came so easily to them they'd be like drunk every night and I'd be like I really have to study like my parents paid a lot of money for me to be here and I would have to like fight for B's so I was not like an A student at all I was like just get a B so your parents will be pissed about a C right I was the same way I would stuck but then I would like surprise myself and get like A's Randomly, there you go. But it was most I was mostly B's. Yeah, sometimes B is a good sweet spot. B is great. I mean, people getting don't be a nerd. (laughs) Don't be a fucking loser. Yeah, (laughs) B's for bare minimum. Um, what did you study in college? Are you using it now? No. <laughs> Neither am I. They have a bachelor's degree <laughs> in marketing. No minor. I was like, I can't do any extra work. Like, right. I have to. I was like, please just get me through school. I bad. wish I had taken cooler classes in college. Like, yeah. I ra- by accident signed up for computers. I was such a dumbass. Like, when it came to <laughs> scheduling, like, yeah. no one was helping me. I... By accident, signed up for a computer science class, and I just stayed in it. I didn't transfer. I didn't need these credits. (laughs) You're, like, too nice. You're, like, but the professor already saw my face. I can't drop out. They'll know. It was the worst. It was, like, also at, like, 9 a.m., like, on a Friday or something. I I put myself in the worst situations, Mary-Kate. It's laughable. It is laughable. College does not prepare you for real life either. Because, like, remember, it'd be, like, you wouldn't start classes till, like, 10 a.m. or noon. And then, like, no classes on Fridays. Like, that was everyone's goal. And I'm like, what the hell? When we graduate and have full-time 40-hour jobs, we're going to be exhausted and, like, not know what's going on. It's like, college is so bizarre to me. I'm like, this does not prepare you. You went to Dayton, right? Yes. Dayton's fun. I've heard. I've heard. Yeah. I've only been, I haven't gone out there and, like, gone to the campus. Yes. But I've. I know some people who went there. The Flyers, right? Yeah. I don't know where you went to college. It's okay. I went to Miami University in Ohio. Oh, I should know that because it's 45 minutes away. I know. We were close. Yeah. College. I, that was, I'm a little bit older than you, but college seems like so long ago. I was a different person. just thinking about it. Like, I know. I'm I'm like getting hungover right now. (laughs) Yeah. Like getting anxiety. Oh my God. Chug chug this LaCroix. (laughs) My goodness. Yeah. Um, Do you have any fun stories from your childhood that you like always, that your parents like always share about you? Oh, well, every Christmas I get grief because when I was a little kid, if I ever got a Christmas present, I would just be, like, over-the-top grateful for it. <laughs> like, like, it's not like I was deprived right. as a child, either. Like, we had more than enough to live a comfortable life. But I would get a gift, and I'd be like, oh, my God. <laughs> and, like, if it was one thing that I asked for, I'd be like, thank you. Thank you so much. You're like the kid who gets an avocado yeah, wrapped Yes. Up. Yeah. And then they would hand me another gift and my head would explode. I'd be like, another one? Like, I just, this is too yeah, much, guys. I, like, put it 
handle it. Oh, I can't wait to see you on like your. I was just at a bridal shower earlier, and oh. like there are so many gifts. Yeah, I was like another <laughs> gift on another one. Yeah, you're being showered in gifts, literally. Ugh. Yeah, I would be like. If I was a child, my head would explode. I would probably faint. Oh, like, I know. All these wrapped <laughs> gifts, beautiful yeah. gifts. Do you have any um, favorite birthday gifts that you can remember receiving that you were, like, freaking out about? Oh, I don't know. Not that I can think of. My parents, like, weren't... They didn't give us, like, crazy, lavish gifts. Well, good, yeah. They um, shouldn't. Yeah, like, my parents were like, if you want an iPod, like go mow the lawn or mm-hmm. like wash our cars like earn money they're like you're 10 we're not spending right. 200 dollars on an ipod that was when that was so you wanted an ipod really like then. the bees knees everyone else had when their parents just like bought them and like threw them at them and i was mm-hmm. just like what like felt so left out so yeah it's like i kind of had to work for everything that we had mm-hmm. um which is so good because i have such a good work ethic now agreed yeah and so definitely like great job mom and dad good for you guys don't give your kids what they want or they will never understand they will never be able to work hard yeah it'll be harder for them to work hard for something but it's such it's tricky too because i get it because even like as an aunt now like i want to spoil them Mm -hmm. like if i have the means i'm kind of like why wouldn't i just get it for them like, yeah well you're an aunt you're not doing I know the but like but but even yeah. as a parent like if you're a parent and like you can afford it and you're just like yeah why wouldn't I I love them unconditionally but it's no, like no it's exactly right it's a double-edged sword yeah I think the tough love was really good for there me. can be a happy medium of like giving your child and yeah. like teaching them how to work for yeah something. like my parents are like you're not getting a car when you're 16 what are you insane uh-huh. like just stuff like that where it's like do you it know how much make cars sense. cost you like now that yeah that yeah makes sense. yeah and now all these kids have everything like right. ipads phones games yes. I'm so glad we kind of missed that. Um, Me too. Like, the iPod was, like, cool for us. Right. And that was, like, amazing. But my parents, like, monitored what music I could put on it. Really? Yeah. What were you listening? What was in your earphones when you were growing up? Did you have a band that you listened to repeatedly? Loved and Sync. The pop album. Okay. Dirty pop. I know. I know. So good. Like, (laughs) that's first thing that comes to mind because I like saved up money for it mm-hmm. like $15 went to Borders Borders bought it yeah Happy like throwback just stuff like that where it's just so nostalgic like kids don't know what Borders are that was they will never understand the excitement <sighs> of a CD coming out yes now they just are online and oh. then you like went downstairs and like got a muffin and like a Diet Coke or <laughs> something muffin. like to treat yourself or like whatever we would just like sit in the cafe and like just gossip with like my girlfriends and we'd be so excited about the new CDs we just so fun (laughs) Britney Spears I think I had every CD from her Mm -hmm. I wasn't that big on Christina Aguilera but now I look back and I'm like that was really dumb because Christina Aguilera's voice is insane it is she's such a talented woman but I just was team Dixie Chicks or the Chicks Mm -hmm. We didn't know it was racist to say Dixie back then. I don't know. Um, I, don't know. <laughs> I know. Because I'm like, it's so instilled in my brain. Um, I don't know. Who did what you was, listen to? Well, I was, yeah, also Britney Spears. I didn't listen to boy bands as much. I really liked Michelle Branch and Mariah Carey. Um, uh, there were a few, like, bands that I liked, too. Um, like, 
uh, Yellow Card, all those oh. like emo bands. Yes, too. Too. just like Ugly Cry too. Yes, like Reliant yeah. K and like Dashboard. Yeah, Dashboard. Don't oh. even get me. I could go. I mean, I could listen to that album and like memories would just flood back. Oh yeah. yeah, I would probably still Ugly Cry to those albums to this day. For sure. <laughs> just like think back about like. Nostalgic. So, like, (laughs) thinking about, like, go walking to school, like, the trip to Washington, D.C., like, everything has, like, a little memory growing up. Um, Let's see how we're doing on time. Mary Kate, we've been talking for 30 minutes. Oh, my gosh. Time sure flies when we're having fun going down memory lane. But I'm so glad we could get together and do this. Um, Where can people find you? Do you have any final words? No, no, this was super fun. I feel like we went on so many tangents, and I'm going to interview you at dinner after this. Oh, yeah, dinner time after <laughs> this. I'm getting hungry. Hopefully but, it doesn't rain on us. Yeah, but I love this. I'm super proud of mm-hmm. you for starting this. Oh, my gosh, thank you. I really, it's honestly the easiest thing I've ever done. I, yeah, <laughs> I came over to, I'm, we're at Christina's right now, and I was like, I have to see this setup, like, where the magic happens. It's so, my laptop. That's yeah, it. it's awesome. Um, but people can follow Mary-Kate at MKB Comedy, right? Yes. And then. On Instagram. And on Instagram. And right. then I have a website, too. Uh, which, girl. Please go to, because I paid. Did you buy your own? Too much. Much URL for it and that no one visits. MKBcomedy.com. MKBcomedy.com. Easy peasy. Yeah. Love it. She knows she knows how to market herself. That marketing degree really did come in handy Thank you a little so bit. So much. I'm gonna tell my parents. <laughs> it was worth it. Mary Kate's parents. All right, bye.